let's just let's get into this shit because if I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> That's just how I feel. Yeah, throw so, up on them. Throw up on it. Yeah, when you done with this shit, man, go up and get you some Pedialyte and or some charcoal. Like I'm Keith. Put everything in the box to the left. I'm good, man. I'm chilling. How you feeling? <laughs> oh man, like a like a motherfucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, but uh You got that little bro. baby liver, man. You can't handle your drinks. <laughs> Says the man who rescheduled last week's <laughs> last week's recording. Yo man, I know my limitations. <laughs> nah, nah. That's, that's all right. I'm recovering. I'm recovering, but shout out to uh Everybody out there tuned in with us. I'm gonna make sure we give y'all entertainment. A little something to listen to. Um we're back this week. Man, how you been? How you been, bro? Catch up. How you been? Me? I've been good. Yeah. You know, I'm chilling. Uh let's see. What happens since the last time we talked? Well, I'm getting closer to my vacation time. So that's yeah, dope. You, so I'm gonna be at the Where you going? Let the let the people know where you're going, man. Going to Africa. Africa. Going, doing a little tour <laughs> doing a little tour around northern Africa. Then heading over, then then swinging by Europe on my way home. So it's gonna be dope. Checking out Casablanca. Nigga doing that whole backwards middle passage. (laughs) (laughs) Starting in America, going to Africa, ending up in Europe. That's ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man. First time on the continent, so I'm excited about that. Uh, which one? Africa. Africa, yeah. Yeah. I've been to Europe, Europe uh, a couple times, but I've never been to Africa. You gonna do the dot like I was about to say dashiki. You about to, you gonna do like the whole kente cloth type like you know see people go on vacation and they they, they just do we gonna fit in with the culture mm-hmm. type thing. You yeah. gonna do that or well uh, well first uh, I'd say you know go on Wikipedia or something a couple times nigga kente cloth in northern Africa that ain't who where kente cloth is from but um. Nah, no, oh, it's a South, South Africa type of thing. Nah, I, th- I don't know where it is. It was definitely not North Africa. North Africa is a little bit different. Gotcha. Yeah, but notwithstanding, uh, I think I'll do a little bit of it. I do plan on maybe packing, packing a little bit light and buying some stuff over there. I'm not gonna go all crazy with it, but like if there's like a a shirt that they make over there that how they like to wear their shirts, or if it's a tunic or something like that, I'll rock it. You went to Asia. You did. You, you did any of that. You dressed in their traditional garb. Nah, not at all. Nah, oh, no. they don't really got. I, I went to Thailand. They don't really. I mean, I'm sure like some of the, um, you know, if there's any people who could tr- trace back to some ancient times or something, but they don't really have a um cultural garb like that. At least I didn't see any. They, except the monks. The monks wear what they wear. Um, when we went to the elephant farm, they made everybody wear this outfit that. They said that's how elephant trainers dressed, so they dressed us in it. But it wasn't anything particularly cultural. It was just kind of 
They threw some some raggy raggedy clothes on you so you don't get all messed up by the elephant skin. Gotcha. Yeah. How are you with? Uh, Cause I, like I've been tra- I I don't travel that much. How are you with like pictures? Like, are you big on? All right, I'm in this country. I'm gonna take like. 500 pictures to remember the moment are you more like i'm gonna be in the moment and you know what i mean my, my memory will be my photos like how are you on that are you like i i took this picture i gotta post this picture or is it just because you remember when cameras wasn't attached to your phone when it was its own standalone thing i feel like when was that nigga nah uh, <laughs> how am i with how am i with people like you mean like people Instead of living in their own moment, they want everybody else to live in their moment. That kind of thing. You take a photo, yeah, post yeah, it, all but that. But you still like take a lot of pictures of like the of what's going on, or you kind of just like, all right, I'm here. You know what I mean? It's not like I have a, a disposable camera with me, so I'm just gonna. I got unlimited photos, so if I want to take pictures, I can take pictures. But you know what I mean? I'm just kind of living in the moment. I'm enjoying it. Like, how, how what's your views on that? It's mixed. So I do like to take a lot of photos, but I don't do. I don't post them though. If I post okay. them, you probably see won't see it, no photos until like. This trip is in December and January. You probably won't see me post my first photo until maybe March or something like that. Mm. And, and I definitely don't post while I'm there. And oh, yeah. You don't want to get robbed. Uh, <laughs> Nigga, don't get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's that too. But I, mm. as far as living in the moment, I don't want to fall into that thing of um, me having to let people know. Like, there's no... For the most part, there's no functional reason for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a very practical, functional guy. You know what I'm saying? Damn, nigga, yawning. That's that's poor radio. Nigga, yawning like a mother. During my story and shit. Niggas don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Mute your mic. <laughs> Yeah, I do, nigga. They wasn't gonna, they wasn't gonna hear that in the final cut. <laughs> I edit shit like that out. Sniffles and coughs and all types of shit. Yeah. Nigga said, "Damn, nigga, yeah. I didn't even know you could hear me on it just now. I didn't even know I should have made the sound." <laughs> My God! All right, on to the next topic, nigga. Nah, but <laughs> nah, nah. I was, I was, I did. I was listening to what you were saying, though. Um, it's, it's a catch on you too. I'm, I'm the same way with you. You know, there's people that really won't like. You said, you said you gonna post that picture in March. There's people who dead ass be like, yo, I took a trip in January. I gotta if January passes, I haven't put this picture up. I can't put this picture up now. I'm just fronting. No, no. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know any of those people. I know people just want to. They would like to stretch that whatever trip that is out for as long as they can. Some people post. Mm-hmm. Some people wait till they come back and just blast everything. You, you could also do that on Facebook. Some people would be doing the moment to moment. Oh, right now. Just got to South Beach, y'all. Just got to the hotel. Just got to the, the my first day party, whatever. Like they all do the whole shit, document the whole shit. And I'm not into that. Like I'm I'm totally against that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at this point, I'm, I stopped being a grouchy old man. I'm like, I get it. They want to share their experience with people. I want to share my experience in a little bit of a different way. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll show people in person the photos. Like I'll scroll through it. I got Google Photos, so I like to. Um, I'll share like the whole album and shit like that, but with family. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, and that's cool. That's how it used to be. That used to be like, we take a trip, go back, come back home and niggas make an album. <laughs> well, I remember when you got back home, you wouldn't, you won't make it to the drugstore for like another two, three weeks. And then exactly. when you drop it off, you don't get it for like another, if it's a good drugstore, you might get it in two, three days. Maybe like if you go to one that's not in the hood. Paying that premium fee. Yeah, you pay you pay the premium fee. You know what I'm saying? But now I, I just I just don't like it like put putting that shit out there. It, it um 
So for instance, when Facebook first started popping, I had I was in college and I had went back home and went to the mall and I saw one somebody we went to high school with, and um, like I saw I, I was seeing all this shit on Facebook, so I didn't really get to sincerely ask that question of what you've been up to, you know what I'm saying? Like there was the yeah I knew the answer, so I was like yeah I see I, I see you've been up to this that and this on Facebook, and he's like yeah you know. I've been up to this, that, and this. And I'm like, all right, I'll catch you later, nigga. And that was it. We didn't get to have that conversation. Oh, what you been up to? I do this and that. And like, I'm playing football, whatever. And I didn't get into that. So since that moment, I never really liked, I never really liked social media for the blow by blow. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you like little shit, like the general shit of what I'm up to. Oh, you know, little dumb shit. Like, oh yeah, today is, I might do an anniversary post and shit like that or Whatever, but I won't, especially on trips or, or some event, I won't give you the blow by blow. That's what's up, man. But I know you're looking forward to that trip, though. You out there, safe travels, brother. Is this, you, you're going to be out there for, for, for Christmas and New Year's, right? Yeah, yeah. I need to bring the holidays in the right way. The right way. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, they don't believe in Jesus as much as, as we do over here. So, I mean, I don't know. They ain't going to be no Christmas bonanzas, but they'll figure it out. You said they don't they don't believe in Jesus over there as much as yeah I believe Morocco is a, a Muslim country. Gotcha. You'd be Christmas has like far reach though, man. <laughs> You'd be surprised. But somebody if they could profit over it, they are gonna try to profit over it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the, the business aspect of it, yeah. but outside of that, well, that's cool, man. I'm happy for you, brother. Safe travels, safe journeys. Um, what's new with me? Shit, daughter's still in school. She doing a thing. You know, yo, I got a notice yesterday, though, man. I'm a little bummed out. Like, her teacher, I guess, got fired or something or, or, or left. But they just put a, a notice that she ain't going to be with them no more. And there's a, it's a two-teacher class. But I know she's I know she's going to be bummed out when she find out, man. And Did you tell her? No, nah, I, haven't, I haven't told her yet. Uh, but, I, you know, I'll let the, the school tell her how they're going to tell her. Okay. She really likes the teacher? Yeah, yeah. She likes that one a lot. And, uh... It's it's funny because like with her class is a half day program, but um with with that school like it's like a waiting list to get into the full day program. Like my schedule doesn't work out for the full day program, so the half day works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they offered her the opportunity to be in the full day. I turned it down. But like some of her friends, you know, like her close friends or whatever that she made since since she's been there, have gone on to like the full day. And I was like, it it, it it's kind of like sad, but it's a good thing. I like I like that my daughter's dealing with the the unpleasantries of life, so to speak, of, you know, your friends moving away or, you know, you're not seeing somebody anymore um, at a young age because it, it kind of, like, prevents you from avoiding it. You know what I mean? So the full-day program's in a different building? No, it's, like, same building. So she, she still sees, like, her friend, but she, does, she doesn't interact with them like that. Like, um, her one good friend, we happen to show up at school, like, around the time that they, her mom usually drops her off. So they usually have, like, a big, you know, like, hugging situation like that. But, uh, after that, they don't get to see each other. You know what I mean? Right, right. Do you does um? What do you think she's gonna? Is she gonna miss anything by not being able to go to the full day program? Um, I guess just a longer experience of uh, you know, full school day. It'll just prepare her more for next year when she's in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, it would help me out with my schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love if she was in the full day, like on one of my days off, because I wouldn't have to pick her up until like around three o'clock. But no, I think she's good. She's 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 developing real good, man. She's able, able to spell her name. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just huge steps from where we were a couple months ago. Yeah, of course, she's yeah. Doing, yeah, she's doing real good, man. I'm, I'm proud of her. And it's, um, you take it for granted, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, I never really planned on having kids. I knew I would have kids eventually at some point in life, but I was never like, all right, I'm, I'm at this age, I'm planning on having a kid right now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's still surprising to me how much I love her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of like, you kind of like love your family members kind of out of necessity or whatever, but like, I'm really sad because she's going to be sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to like shake myself out of it. Like, I don't give a, f- I don't know what that teacher did. <laughs> <laughs> she might have did some wild shit. I'm over here sad for her and shit. Like, but you know what I mean? That's not, but I guess that's an advantage, right? Because whenever it is that she's ready to deal with those feelings, oh, y'all are really ready to deal with those feelings. You're right along with them. Like, you don't want to be like on a, oh, uh, not, well, let me rephrase. I don't, because I was gonna say you don't want to be on the outside like looking in, but I mean that might be an advantage too. But the fact that you can ride along with her side by side dealing with this thing, so you could show her how, what what you think it looks like to deal with the um, disappointment in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, she's a little soldier. She'll be all right, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, what else is going on? Year and the year's ending, so I'm kind of like looking, reflecting on my year, looking back on the things I've accomplished. Um, and just making bigger goals for next year. That was a challenge I, I set for myself this year to make bigger goals. And I, I, I accomplished a few of them. Fell short on a, a couple of them. I think we were talking over the text mm-hmm. yesterday. You know what I mean? Um, I got to level up in terms of the body goals I've had and in terms of just uh, finances. I've made I made small steps, but there's, there's more steps to make. Uh-huh. Uh, but all in all, I think it was, it's an overall successful year. I'm I'm like... This happens every December. I'm baffled the whole year has flown by already. <laughs> like, it, it, these years are going by faster and faster. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm in a good space, man. There's, there's a lot. And it's it's good in a sense that other year-end planning sessions I've had, I've kind of never really envisioned the person that I want to be. And I think now I'm at an advantage where there's I kind of know specific things I want for my life and making the steps to work towards that now, so good space who you think you want to be i want to be a a, a good father for my daughter i um want to have a schedule because what happens now is like my job is cool it's it's obviously better than the job i did before same same company Mm -hmm. um but i still dread i don't want to dread that feeling of going to work and i don't know if that'll love will go away maybe that's just a, a, a a dj playboy thing where it's like uh it's not, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't have my free time, so I'm going to dread having to go to this place. But it's just to the level that I dread it so much. Yeah. It's just like, that That doesn't make, it doesn't, co- I, I don't really like dreading things. So it doesn't really uh, uh, go well, mesh well with the rest of my life, I feel like. So I got to find some place. So I want to be a person that's happy to go to work and happy about their job. Uh, but also, you know, I want to have more of a social life because of the schedule that I have with my job now. It, 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 the days that I work, it, it hinders uh, certain things like people throw events or parties or things like that, and I'll be at work or I'll be, you know, what I mean, on my way to work. So, damn nigga, you work at a sweatshop or some shit? <laughs> no, but I work that weird schedule. So it's uh, nigga, make garments, impression. make garments in some old factory that don't have no the windows no are painted windows. black, so you don't, <laughs> so you can't see shit. It, it feels like that to be honest with you, but uh. No, to answer your question, the person I want to be is just a a, a confident, um, well-established, great parent, great uh, creative person, a, a person that 
gets along well with others, that helps other people out. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Those those specific characteristics that I want for my life, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's good now that I know that that's the person that I want to be, so. That's what's up, man. Well put. I've been going through my emails, though, and it seems like it's time for America's favorite new segment, Dear Perfect Talk. Also known as DP Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Do it for the hub. Double teaming them issues. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Devil's triangle out here. <laughs> Sometimes you got an Eiffel Tower with an issue. <laughs> DP Talk. I am on one today. <laughs> All right. The first one. Comes from a, a gentleman. Did he, did he give his name in this? No, I don't think he gave his name. I don't want to put him out there because maybe he doesn't want his name out there. So, uh, John Doe. <laughs> John Doe. And just just to let full disclosure, I'm sitting in like a dark ass room because you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I don't want the lights to bother me. I'm not feeling the best right now, so I'm trying to read this in a dark room, so I might fuck up a little bit. Um, <laughs> what's good? Perfect talk. I got. Oh, yeah, wait, What's good, Perfect Talk? I got 99 problems, and these chicks is some. I've been talking to one girl since August. Things were great. We went on to a few dates and had a lot of fun. But in October, I went to a Halloween party and met my current girl. I never really broke things off with Laura. Oh, this nigga said her name. He didn't even say his name. <laughs> never really <laughs> broke things off with Laura because we weren't. We weren't officially a uh, boyfriend or girlfriend. She's a nice girl, and I don't want to hurt her. Is there a way I can safely put her in the friend zone without hurting her feelings or making her vindictive? No. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, this is this is the perfect opportunity to have you a side chick. Damn, nigga, you sniffling into the, the microphone? Damn, kid, you just... <laughs> Breaking all kinds of radio rules today. <laughs> yeah, this is the shit. This is the shit I always do. I feel like for some odd reason you can hear things better because I'm on a different phone. Because <laughs> I feel like I do this all the time. You don't never hear none of this shit. I was like, how the hell he hear? That? How he hear that yawn? <laughs> I still don't know how you heard. Yeah, nigga, I got that high definition shit. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, this is a perfect opportunity to develop yourself a side chick. Get you a nice little bench going. Nah, I'll fuck with you. Because nah, uh, uh, my, my wife is a loyal listener. But <laughs> nah, that's that's easy, man. There ain't no such thing as the, the there is a such thing as a friend zone, but it's so early. Nah, it ain't happening, man. Like I, I tried to friend zone friend zone a girl in the past, like, and I didn't even get into a new relationship. Like I just tried to friend zone a period, and it ain't work because we kept slipping back into whatever's before the friend zone. You know what I'm saying? The smash zone. Let's call it the smash zone. And yo, you got this new girl, sound like a good woman. You want to stay with her? You want to develop a, a true, true meaningful relationship? Who knows what'll come come of it? Somewhere down the line, you don't want no kind of distractions from your past. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Uh, I guess opinion wise, this shit happens. You know what? And I feel like it happens. Or maybe it's just highlighted more when women do it. Like, uh, women will throw guys in the friend zone, more to, more to speak. 
or so to speak, or it's more tragic when a guy ends up in his friend zone, I guess, because he wasn't really looking to be a friend at all. Um, no, you, this is foul. It is foul. <laughs> you know what I mean? You let a girl to believe that, you know what I mean, y'all were working towards something. But you didn't do anything wrong, according to, to, to what you're telling us. You, that wasn't your girlfriend. You guys were dating. And that's what the point of dating is, right? Feeling out different people. <laughs> uh, feeling out different people to see what works for you and what doesn't work for you, and uh, th- that seems like he was like what he was doing. But you're not gonna get your cake and eat it too, buddy. <laughs> like she's gonna be pissed off at you. You know what I'm saying? And the longer it drags along, girls don't like to be confused. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm a, I'm a weird guy to read, and I, that like that throws women off sometimes to the point that they get angry. You know what I mean? So they don't like confusion. They don't like not being able to understand what's going on. So the longer that you keep her in this, um, this 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 weird zone of not not friends but not not lovers is gonna be even worse. So you gotta nip that in the bud and just let her know what to do. That's my advice. And you got a girl anyway, so she mad. You said what? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people don't like being disliked. You know what I'm saying? There's people. Um, some people call them pleasers. Actually, a lot of people. I don't know if it's a psychological term, but like they're pleasers and they wanna. They don't like people being disappointed in them. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not consequential, or if um, the fact that you have to disappoint someone is actually in the long run beneficial to everyone involved. Like they still mm-hmm. don't like that. They don't like to know that someone doesn't like something that they did. Yeah, I, I think I fall into that a little bit. I don't really... I, I don't want people to dislike me. You know what I mean? Like, I'll... Uh, how do I word it? Like, how can I say this? Like, I don't I don't really care. You know, if you don't like me, I'm not going to sit here and lose sleep about it. But if I can avoid someone not disliking me, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And back, actually, when I was much younger, I, I did care. And I wanted people to like me. You know what I mean? So I, like, go out my way to be like, oh, well... If this person's not feeling me, well, you know what I mean? There's no reason that they shouldn't be feeling me. Like, I just got to show them why they should like me. You know what I mean? Now, I just people ain't going to like you. You know what I mean? You just kind of got to roll with that. But uh, in this situation, you, you you can't have a cake and eat it, too. That's what I, I feel like you kind of want. You want Laura uh, to, to, to not be mad at you. And the best way for her not to be mad at you is to be straight up with her. So she can't ever say, you did this or you did that. And... She probably won't want to be your friend afterwards, but she can't. She can't, in full honesty, in her heart, say you did something wrong if you handle things the right way. So yeah, man, the, this nameless cat wants his cake and eat it too, and very, very, very few guys, uh, very few guys accomplish that. You know what I'm saying? Every guy wants that. Yeah, I got this chick, I'm with, you know, and but I got this chick on the side who she's down to ride and blah blah blah. I got two friends or two siblings and I mess with both of them or I mess with one in the past I'm about to mess with the other and they know about each other shit like that very 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 few guys accomplish that so I, w- I would say don't even try and if you got a friend who does accomplish it just live vicariously through them man <laughs> that's that's the best way to go because I've, I've had like one or two friends that have accomplished things that aren't worth me going after and I just live live vicariously through them. The stories is enough. Word up. All right, we got another uh, email here uh, from a young lady. Oh, yeah, this is actually fitting. Um, Dear Perfect Talk, my name is Deidre. I work 
two jobs and it allows me to live comfortably but it really doesn't leave me with uh, too much extra money for savings Keith you often speak about traveling and I would love the opportunity to travel also what savings tips do you have for the new year to help me achieve my travel dreams chill with chill with Starbucks now it's all about like just just nickel and diamond man people be talking about nickel and diamond and be dissing people Mm-hmm. Cracking on them like, yeah, man, yo, you negotiating over fifty cent, yo. Them fifty cents adds up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can never have too much money to not value a dollar or five dollars or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Spend your bread on what you really enjoy. It sounds like you enjoy traveling or you'd like to enjoy traveling. That means electronics, buy it used or don't buy it at all. Sneakers. Fuck your sneakers. Go to Century 21. Go way in the back. All the way in the back where they don't organize the, the shoes by size and shit. And look for some decent sneakers. Because sometimes you'll, you have some hidden gems there, man. Find your savings where you can. Depending on how old you are and what your credit's looking like, get you a good, a good rewards card. That's, that's key. Those rewards, they could definitely come through in the clutch. One time my wife paid for an entire trip for us. So I think we have to come up a, like four or five hundred dollars out of pocket for the both of us to go go to the Caribbean. Mm. Yeah, man. All all that type of shit. Just just finding your little savings here and there. Save a, a dollar here. Save five dollars there. Get your Amazon rewards card if you fuck with Amazon a lot. Only thing about that though, Amazon it gets addictive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure so does. so store card if there's a, a, a certain places that you shop and you you pretty much have to shop or, or you when you make purchases, like it's usually things that you kind of need. Get a store card for that. So don't 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 get a bullshit old navy store card, but get you get you the the rewards card from your local supermarket. You know what I'm saying? Get you. Can you? I don't get people that don't do that. <laughs> I don't get people like you know what I mean. Like you just said the supermarket. There's people that like could save money on the supermarket. You're looking at two different prices, right? If you have a card without the card, like why wouldn't you just get the card? <laughs> like, I'll tell you why, like, man. I didn't want to get a, like when I shop at a supermarket like once, a, like like if it's not in my neighborhood, but I'm passing by and I'm shopping. I don't get a rewards card because I don't feel like filling out the paperwork. That shit right there, filling out like writing your name is a bitch, man. That shit has stopped me from doing a lot of shit. Having to write your name, your address, and all that shit it feels like I'm taking a, a damn SAT. It's just, no, no, you're right, and that's that's the deterrent right there. But it, it's it's uh. I'm trying to remember the podcast I heard on this week, but I really can't remember. It probably was a sports podcast. But uh, if you want something in life, it typically involves some sort of sacrifice, right? Like, you're going to have to either give up your time or your resources. And um, to Keith's point, you can't want to take vacations and, and drink $5 coffees every day. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's people that can do that, <laughs> but if that's not in your in your budget, you have to realize a way to – Get the dollar coffee from wherever they're selling dollar coffee at McDonald's. Or make it at home. Exactly, or make it at home. But uh, there will be a part of sacrifice. I think one of the one of the it's probably I I, I believe it's in the Bible. What you reap is what you sow, right? Um, you know what I mean. So it's one of the earliest lessons that have been in time. And even as myself, as a thirty four year old man, I've known that phrase since I was a young a young boy. And today, it's like really like shining light on me, like starting to make sense, like literally. You get what you put into it. What you reap is what you sow. And if you want to take trips, you gonna have to sacrifice. If you want to take a trip in June, there might be some sacrifice in February and March and April. You know what I mean? So it, 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 
in order to reach that destination, and you got to be willing to do that sacrifice. So, Deidre, sounds like you're on the right path because you already had the goal in mind, and you, you're contacting us looking for advice, which means you're on the right path because you're looking for help. Just keep keep going with it. It's gonna be, look at your budget. Look at things that you can do without. I I I told Keith this week. I'm like I pay for HBO, but honestly, like I might have to cancel it because I can't. I don't watch enough TV to really justify having HBO. You know what I mean? So unless I can use it more, I got to get rid of it. And if, if sure, if I find myself in a jam, that'll be the first thing I get rid of. You know what I mean? So you got to look at your life and be like, all right, well, what can I get rid of? What's gonna cause more money to be coming in and less money going out? Yeah, man, I I've, I haven't paid for HBO in about in a little bit over ten years. Either I've used somebody else's password or, or whatever. And uh, yeah, man, I don't, I always look for like three, three or four times a year, I always look, look at my entire financial situation and see where I could, you know, chop some expenses down. Whether it's I'm looking to refinance my student loan, consolidate my debt, um, get a coffee machine or don't get a coffee machine at all. I got a French press coffee maker. It makes, in my opinion, makes better coffees far cheaper. You know what I'm saying? Like a bag of a bag of gourmet coffee is like it's like twelve dollars, which is pretty expensive. But that could make you maybe see it could probably make you about thirty cups of coffee or twenty cups of coffee. Oh yeah, because in a pod you're getting with a little pod you're getting what nine or twelve? Yeah. In a pod, you talking about like K cups? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like K K cups is expensive. Just yeah, K. Then like. Some decent coffee for cake cup. Let's say McDonald's makes a decent coffee, and around in Manhattan, it costs about like seven dollars for a box of them shits. But it's like twelve. I think it's like twelve cups, right? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely adds up. That shit is crazy because like, uh, it's always something. You always, you always can look at your expenses, and no matter what you feel, there's always something that you can cut out. So, best of luck with that, Deidre. You know what I mean? Keep us notified. Let us know. If you do achieve your travel genes where you go and, and, and where you're actually uh able to get to, but best of luck with that in the upcoming year. Start local, by the way, but start start with places that's um, driving distance, like four, four or five hours, some fly places to go there. Every place has some dope vacation spots within like a three, four hour radius. That's true. That's true. You don't think about it like that. Oh, man. Before we get up out of here, we got to talk about some things, some issues in the street, man. Yeah, uh, your boy Kevin Hart. I don't even know if I can say your boy. Whose boy is Kevin Hart nowadays? I like him. <laughs> he ain't my boy, but I, I like him a lot. Yeah, I've been I've been team Kevin Hart since Paper Soldiers. Yeah, man. Uh, soul Plane. Death of a Dynasty. Uh, I love <laughs> but the Death of a Dynasty is probably my favorite. <laughs> it's all those sounds weird. It's my favorite work of Kevin Hart. He don't got much of a role now. He got like a cameo or two. I, I mean, a cameo. It's more than a cameo. He played, uh, I think, was that Paper Soldiers or Death of a Dynasty? He had like two, three characters. He was, he was um, Dame Dash's uh, dancing instructor. Then he did something else. I think he played a cop. I guess, yeah, I guess that was a little <laughs> bit of a cameo. It was like such small roles. But yeah. they, they were, um, Paper Soldiers, he was a rapper or something, right? No, uh, Paper Soldiers. He was he was the main character. He was they were breaking into houses because he needed money. Oh, yeah, well yeah, Death of a Dynasty. That that's my favorite Kevin Hart movie. Oh, uh, Kevin Hart. He was gonna host the Oscars. Uh, he was slated to host it this year's Oscars. As uh, it was approaching, people started surfacing old tweets that Kevin Hart made that were problematic to say the least. Um, homophobic, 
tweets, anti-gay tweets. And I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and read his tweets because they're 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 bad. <laughs> they're bad. Taken out of context. Oh, I guess even in context, they're they're pretty bad. Um. However, I don't believe that Kevin Hart. I'm trying to word this right. I don't think Kevin Hart really has a problem with gay people. I don't. I don't. I've never seen him in serious conversation. You know, like Mark Jackson. <laughs> he might. He might like express. I. Right, I'm not with that. Mark you know Jackson, the the um, sportscaster on ESPN, former basketball coach. Yeah, right. I think that's that's why he got in trouble actually when he was a coach. Oh, that's why he got fired. Among other things, he didn't get along with the ownership. But the, uh, one of the owners of the Golden State Warriors is gay. Okay. And he, uh, he just, just his religious views. He said are, are like against that. I think Tony Dun- Tony Dungy, the, the sports cast on NBC, has something similar to he's um his religious views. Yeah. Oh yeah, cause he said something about Michael Sam, right? I, I don't I didn't know it to be personal, but I did know it to be just in general him voicing his views. I think it might have been about um, gay marriage, same sex marriage. Mm. Yeah, so you gotta be. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I've never really, like I said, other than these tweets, I've never really heard Kevin Hart really express anything like that. Even in his stand up, I can't really say he had too many that that I can think of anti uh, or where gay people are the butt of the joke type of uh, stand up. Yeah, but in, in either way, you put something on Twitter, it's on Twitter, it's for life. So they don't really care if you did it when you were 12 years old or 52 years old, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he had the one joke when he was like his biggest fans that his son is gay, but he he softened it up. It wasn't a joke about gay people. It was more so a joke on how he would hand, he handles um, parenthood situations because that's a real thing. When you, if you're a straight person, you find out your kid is gay. It's not... As much as people would like to believe it, more progressive people to believe that, oh, well, they're gay, they're gay. They are who they are. If you're a straight parent, especially depending on what your culture is or from what culture you are, it could be a a tough thing to navigate. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's similar to a white person doing the hair of a black child. If you have a black child and you're you're a white person. (laughs) What the hell is going on? Yeah, man. Um, no, but, but, all right, so, there's also another factor to it, in, in like, the black community also, actually, in popular culture, because Eminem, Eminem suffered from this, if, if I'm not mistaken, certain, like, gay slurs, such as the F, the F-bomb, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, have, have been used, not necessarily to hurt gay people, but, you know, like, an insult, or, um, another, another thing that you would hear is, like, that's gay, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody sees something that they don't like, I'd be like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not playing that. That game is gay. Nah, I'm not doing that. That's gay." You know what I'm saying? Like, whereas it reaches the point where it doesn't even. You don't even really. The, the speaker might not even really really realize what they're saying. You know what I mean? Because they're they're using it as a substitution for whack or for corny. You know what I mean? Right. So obviously, as a as a a gay person is not gonna want their sexual status to be used as a substitution for something you don't approve of. So I can see why, where, where they get offense from it. But it, I guess if, you, if you're sitting on the point of, on, on, from, from the perspective of intention, so like as a black man, if I hear a, a white kid rapping Wu-Tang lyrics and he uses the N-word, I understand his intention is different 
than a uh, white supremacist using the N-word mm-hmm. to try to get a reaction out of me. You know what I mean? Right. So um, I think Kevin Hart kind of falls into that first category where and like I, I'm not, I don't want to defend Kevin Hart. I don't, you know, he did what he did. I don't, I don't, I don't even think he really needs me to defend him. He's, he still, he came out and apologized for it, but um, I don't, I don't think he was necessarily trying to do that. And I think you, whether or not your intention was there, you still have to pay the price for it. But I don't really want him to be like grouped in with a, the same thing as uh, a couple like NFL players have been called out. You know what I'm saying for tweets that they've made that were like full blown anti gay, like I don't like gay people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, like I don't I don't think he's in that category. Well I, I think he it's the same comedian. problem the same problem we had with the Me Too stuff where everyone started, no matter what what um I guess whether it's sexual harassment or rape or, or some kind of sexual assault or just sexual violence or sexual offenses just in general, we're all grouped into the same Me Too thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, a guy slapped my butt, hashtag me too. But then it was also when I was in college, I was drugged and raped, hashtag me too. And and onlookers, so more savvy people could pick out which one and give grades to gradations to what what different people their uh their offenses. But people who aren't that savvy or just lay people, people who don't fully understand the issue, just look at everyone like they're shit. They look at Aziz Ansari and Harvey Weinstein the same way. So I think this one, where you talk about those football players who, who are you know, full-blown, just straight up being homophobic and Kevin Hart just expressing like a comedic, comedic I don't want to say just expressing, but he's expressing like a, a comedic, ironic kind of view on it. The um, point of that tweet was to make a joke. It wasn't to express his views on gay Yeah, it says, yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. Uh-huh. And uh, he, he wrote that tweet to get a, re- uh, a, a ha-ha-ha reaction out of his audience, not for people to be like, yeah, I hate gays too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't and he did. To... And he did get a laugh out from, laugh from his audience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, so... I, like I said, I can't defend it because I'm not the uh, the accused part. I'm not the uh, offended party, right. so I can't say, "Hey, you should get over it because it is." No, it's like if you want to be if that offended you, you have the right to be offended by that. But like, I, I think something you brought up just now with the Me Too thing that I seen recently was like well, we spoke about it on the last time we recorded. Kareem Hunt um, got he lost his job in the NFL because of a video that surfaced on TMZ, right? Mm-hmm. And 95% of people I've heard talking about that situation refer to it as domestic violence. But it's not domestic violence. It's, it's assault. He didn't... You know what I'm saying? Domestic violence is kind of when you hurt someone in your immediate household or, you know what I'm saying, well, family. Like Was he... Like, that girl, Who do you know who she was? Or was it ever released? God. The, paint, the picture that's painted of her is she's like a groupie kind of there to mess... With somebody. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two two stories came out that she didn't want to mess with one guy, or another story came out that she dropped the n bomb, and that's what set things off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I totally agree with you as far as them trying to just toss him into the domestic violence bucket, especially because the term domestic violence it's it's triggering. It triggers certain people. You think of a certain thing when you say, "Oh, domestic violence." Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It definitely does, yeah, and it's, it's, it has a connotation. If you say that this person went to a club and ended up getting into a fight where a woman got hurt, it's totally different from saying this guy was arrested on domestic violence charges. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's 100% different, like, just a picture that you paint in your own mind, you know what I mean? I can find more, 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 more room for error in the first situation where it's like you went out, maybe someone pushed you into this girl, maybe she said something to you, alcohol, you know what I'm saying? Whereas opposed to if it's domestic violence, I don't really care about the outlying factors, like you're scum, you know what I'm saying? You should never hit your girlfriend. You should never do that. You know what I mean? And there's certain rules that we put it as a society on on on, on certain things. Um, with the Kevin Hart thing, I don't think it really could have been avoided because it, it it was culturally he grew up in a time where Eddie he watched Eddie Murphy make gay jokes on one of the the highest grossing stand up comedies of all time. You know what I'm saying? So I used to be saying them gay jokes at school and shit. I I watched the uh. When I was about seven, eight years old, I think the first time I saw Eddie Murphy delirious was when I was about seven, six or seven. Man, I went to school making them jokes. <laughs> so imagine, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that there was anything wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, we're, we're super lucky that we grew up in the time we grew up in. Because, you know what I mean? Well, I was already, by the time Twitter was popping to me, I was already in my 20s. But just imagine if I was 12, if I was 13, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd have been putting any old thing up on that bitch. <laughs> and if, forgetting that it's there forever, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I, I, uh, I don't think it was avoidable. I think somebody was gonna have to be the martyr for the situation and gonna have to be the, the example that we point to and say, you know what I mean? Like, this is this is wrong, and this is this person has to pay the price. And it sucks that it has to be Kevin Hart. He's a, he's a pretty successful guy. I find him funny. I, I can't say I've seen too many of his movies since. You know, what I mean, there's, there's more recent stuff, but I, I find him funny as a person. I do, I do like Kevin Hart. So um, he'll learn from this, and hopefully, you know, future comedians will will realize. All right, I want to make a joke. If I'm gonna put this on tape, if I'm gonna put this in writing. I'm I'm gonna have to know that there are consequences that come with it. Listen, they should go ahead and say whatever the fuck they want. You know, what I'm saying it so happens to be that Kevin Hart, he kind of his fame came from doing family comedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he he's gonna get gigs like this. When Chris Rock hosted the Oscars, they regretted that shit. But Chris Rock, there was no secret that he was a raunchy comic. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But Kevin Hart, he's look at his comedy. He talks about family and stuff. His family, his kids, and all that stuff. So he's he's gold for for um, gigs like the Oscars. You know what I'm saying? No one's gonna call Dave Chappelle for for fucking to host the Grammys or something like that. But that's okay with Dave Chappelle. So if a comic a comic should lean into that shit. They're comics. They talk about shit that that is hard for us to talk about in normal society, and they shouldn't stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look at uh, I, I wish I really wish that Louis C.K. hadn't beat off in front of people because he would be an interesting person to when you look at his work and how he talked about how he talks about race, how he talks about um, homophobia. It's really interesting. I, I think he's really smart, and I really. Man, I wish he didn't beat off in front of ladies, man, because he'd have been here right now, and we would look at his work and be like, man, Kevin Hart's not that bad. Yeah, and, and not to get off course, but like, I think Louis C.K. could come back. You know, you got to give it a couple years. He will but, come back. Yeah, you know, that's, that, that might actually be a disease. <laughs> like, that might actually be something, like, psychological that he can have treated, you know what I'm saying? That can be treated, and I, I think he can grow back from, you know what I mean? He can't come back and say, hey, I, you know, I've learned from this. I've, I've made mistakes. Because th- there's bad, you know what I'm saying, in terms of, like, obviously you don't want anyone to do that in front of you. But then there's much worse, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't, you don't, you don't want to necessarily put him and Harvey Weinstein in the same category because Harvey Weinstein did what's known as sexual assault. Whereas 
what he did was kind of could be put in a sexual harassment kind of category, uh-huh. Louis C.K. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that there's, there's a comeback from him. I think there's a comeback for Kevin Hart. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm happy this happened because it creates a dialogue. Yeah, definitely. It makes us, it makes us talk about things that we're uncomfortable to talk about before. Um, Kevin Hart will make that money back. You know what I mean? It sucks. I wish, I wish it didn't have to be that him. Yeah, Kevin Hart is good, man. This little, this gig for him is not that it's nothing. It's a big fucking deal. But like his status, I don't, I, I doubt that people are gonna stop watching him because of it. Or yeah. it's not, it's whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a network television show within the next two years. He probably doesn't want that. It's probably beneath him. He'll probably produce it, executive produce a network television show. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's doing on network television. I, I think that's going to be his gig maybe when he turns 50 and people stop liking him like that. Maybe when he's like Cedric's age and shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. When he's like Cedric's age. But he's much bigger than Cedric ever was, but still. Yeah. No, no, but well, I guess what I'm saying with the network television thing is I don't think he'll be blackballed. No, you know what I'm saying? Like no, no. Far from it. Pre- yeah. Because the way the joke, when well, you look at the joke he put on Twitter that he's getting in trouble over, it's like, I mean, granted, let me say I'm not... What's the you know how they say white splain or mansplain? I'm not trying to black splain gay how gay people feel about jokes like this, but just as somebody who appreciates comedy, like when you look at Comic View, right? You remember Comic View? Like they would literally say homophobic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was like so explicit. But this here, it is homophobic. But it's I don't know. I just I find it to be benign in the in the span of. In the spectrum of homophobic shit. Well, uh, even like shout out to the homeboy spec. He said he he referred to it as like back then, and I believe it was like what 2012 around that time, or maybe even earlier than that. Um, that the stuff came out. It's like it, it would be completely different if he said it today, December 15th. You know what I mean? 2018, as opposed to back then, because we've come far as a as a nation. You know what I'm saying? We've we've Gay people might not have even had the right to vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even sure when that when that passed. Not vote. I'm sorry. Damn, nigga. <laughs> Gay people might not have the right to uh, get married. Married. I mean. Yeah, that, uh, that, that was that was pretty in 2000. You said 2011. Between 2009 right. 2011. Yeah, man. When when Barack Obama was campaigning for his first term, he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm cool with gay people, but all that marriage shit, I don't know all about that." And people forget about that. They be like, "Oh, Barack Obama, this progressive Democrat, yada yada yada." The nigga said, I don't know about marriage, y'all. You better chill out with that shit. But, you know, after a couple of years, he had to move along with where the country was moving, or at least where the Democratic Party was moving. Exactly. Uh, shit. Year's coming to an end, brother. It's yep. been another year, another, this is another great season of the Perfect Talk podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, you got any goals for the new year, bro? Honestly, I haven't even thought about... um. What's the, what's the the word? Uh, resolutions. I haven't. Resolutions. Yeah, man. I haven't thought about resolutions. Um, now, I'm honestly, I'm not gonna go ahead and spit out some some cliche shit at you right now. But yeah, no, yeah, I that. yeah, definitely, man. I, <laughs> I I like to be more specific. They call it a smart. You know what I'm saying? Specific, measurable, and then A R T, whatever that stands for. Like, uh. make sure it's like specific and it can be measured, and I can put it on a timeline. And as I sit here, I don't have anything for you right now. I mean, I want to work out, but I haven't said I want to be this many pounds by a certain date. But I definitely will be putting stuff together. Definitely physically with my health. 
I'd like to, I'll say, let me make them shits right now on the fly. Hopefully this, this doesn't make for poor radio, but um, I'd like to lose 10 pounds by, by May. My birthday's in May. I'd like to travel to somewhere I've never been, no matter where, whether it's in the, the U.S. Or, or abroad. Um, I'd like to do that by the end of 2019. Uh, I'd like to get a new role, a new job. Wait, wait, say that again? You want to you wanna travel? To somewhere I've never been. Oh, no, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Matter of fact, i like to travel somewhere I've never been within the U.S. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go to the, to the cliche spots like, like um, Vegas and Miami, uh, L.A. and uh, fucking Ocean City, Maryland. I want to go somewhere different. I've I've been to all those places. I want to go somewhere. Little, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, I would like to go somewhere <laughs> like that. So I went to Memphis uh, this year, and I, I, I learned that Arkansas is not too far. I wanted to go to Arkansas, but I was only there for the weekend, so I didn't get time to, to do all that shit. But I would have liked to have done that. But I was happy because I got to see like the Martin Luther King Museum, the um, I think they call it the Civil Rights Museum. See okay. see the hotel at which he was he was killed and stuff. No, that was, a, that was a good goal. Anything else? Anything else? I didn't mean to cut you off. Anything else on your goal list? And books, but that's I would call that a resolution because I, I I fulfilled my resolution for this year. I think I wanted to read twelve books for the year or a book a month. And I did about. I, was just, I remember you saying that on the last episode we had uh, New Year's goals. Right, and I did about fifteen. So I'm happy about that, and I read some. I read some really powerful stuff. So I'm happy about that. I feel like I'm a better person. So now I like to keep that, put that into next year. Um, hopefully I can read, you know, if I do at least five books, I'll be happy with that for the, for 2019. Yeah, that's a good number. I think I'm going to add that to my list as well. If I could, if I could read five good books, I'll be happy with that. Hopefully more, um, body goals. I do. I, I definitely want to work out more. I definitely want to uh, lose some weight. I think what, what I, what I'm guilty of not doing is, is not setting a specific number. And I think that for the first time ever, I'm going to set a specific like weight goal. Um, and, and a date, a deadline like Keith just did. He said by his birthday. Um, so I'm going to, you know, me work that out, something realistic. And just saving, saving money, investing. Um, it's good to get my feet wet with that this year. It uh, it helped me out a few times, so definitely improving in that. All right. And just so a quick question. So you've invested and then and then um, sold, like sold your investment for money? A couple, yeah, some of them. Some, I've, I'm still, you know, I haven't sold everything off. Uh, they, I, yeah, they they got transaction fees on, on, on for whatever you're using. Like when you sell, you got to pay so like such a percent or whatever. Not that I'm aware of, but I mean, okay. you know, you got to double check that fine print. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I have to double check that, but not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, and just like just, I just want to be more social. As you get older, I don't want to fall into that hermit category. So. Yeah, you you know you know what um. One thing about resolutions that that I learned, and just anything, not just New Year's resolutions. I saw, um, I don't know if you follow Idris Elba on Instagram, but he has these thing called things called do rag talks, where he's rocking a do rag. I guess maybe he's in a dressing room, or he's just getting his his laying down his hair for the day, and he'll he'll be in the crib or his his uh, trailer just talking advice and shit. And he said, if you have anything to do, don't wait till like the the date of. To start working on it. So if you want a promotion in August, don't start start working on it in August. You know what I'm saying? So we got New Year's coming up, and we're gonna have New Year's resolutions. Don't start on January first. So um, 
That's one thing. So it, it reminded me of that, what we're talking about right now. And then um, also, my old resolutions used to be, I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be 10 pounds lighter. But they, re- they rarely work because you never talk about what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? So one of my resolu- one of my past resolutions, it wasn't a New Year's resolution, but it's, um, you know, it's like a mid-year thing. But you know what? I want to be more social. I want to go out. Then I have to be like, but what, what do I have to do to do that? You know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm going to do. Bing, bing, bing. I'm going to go out with my girl. Times when I've said no before, I'm going to start saying, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? So this 10 to 10 pounds thing, honestly, it's not a great resolution because it's like I want to be 10 pounds lighter. But what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this diet and I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So, you know, when I when I get my um my resolution resolution list fixed up, I'm definitely going to share it at the beginning of next year. Yeah, something good you just said about the interest Albert thing that I like that that's yeah, don't start on January first, start on December twentieth. You know what I mean? Like start as soon as possible with that. And uh some great advice I got from you actually was like act as if. So for instance, if you if you wanna go out more in the, in the new year and you know that you know you wanna dress a certain way, start buying those clothes now. You know what I mean? Don't wait till the social life is there and the, the dates that you're going to go on is, you know, start popping up. Like, start dressing for success right now because the time will come and you'll be ready for it. Yeah, man. I used to know this girl at my old job. She um she never dated. Like, she had a bad breakup and, like, for years she just didn't date. But, like, oh, we're going to go on a date, um you know, whatever. And she said, you know, when I lose this little weight, I'm going to do whatever, whatever. And it's like, yo, then when are you going to lose the weight? And then if you, if you don't think you're going to lose it, why not just date today? Just do it today. You know what I'm saying? Act as if you you've lost the weight already, or at least lose. I gotta put your hold for a second, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn, nigga. Jesus Christ. Nigga, plicker, please, you early one up. Nigga, you need to hydrate before you do one of these podcasts again, kid. Jesus Christ. Whoosh. Aye, aye, aye. I guess that's a wrap. This podcast is done for the day. This nigga early one up, kid. Listen up out there, folks. If you want to be drinking, make sure you, you hydrate heavy. All right? You get you some Pedialyte. You get you some charcoal pills. That's the key for advice for the new year. Y'all going to be partying hard on New Year's Eve. Pedialyte, keep it on deck. Keep that shit in a little flask. People gonna think you have extra whiskey in there. Like, nah, kid, that's Pedialyte. Trust me. Trust me, daddy.
get you some charcoal pills. You swallow that before you go to bed. Let it soak up all them so- them toxins. Trust me. That's the way to go. Your financials, if you invest, make sure you let them bitches sit there. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the, that episode of Fresh Prince where, where uh, I think Carlton or Will try to invest in something that's going to make quick bucks. Nah, we not, for the most part, people who's listening to this shit ain't day traders. So if you ain't no day trader, you need not to be investing and taking it out that year. You should at least have your money in there at least three years. Check them, check them financial fees, them transaction fees, because they there. Whether they're hidden or not, they, but trust me, I, I have a good feeling. I have it on good authority that those transaction fees are there. Christ, nigga, head to the store ASAP and get you some Pedialyte, kids. You sound terrible. You heard that shit? Nigga. <laughs> shit was tragic. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Yo, I had two options, right? I was like, I didn't want to throw up in the studio because I'm like, this, this is a small room to begin with. <laughs> and I really had nowhere to, to hurry up in here. So I was trying to let you finish your thought. And I, I know your shit is still recording. So I was like, all right, maybe I should just take the phone with me to the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he could finish his thought. And I was just like, nah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah that shit was horrific, son. Yeah, you, you get you that charcoal, man. At least have it in your cabinet. I've been fighting that shit all episode. Yeah, man. I, yeah, today was a terrible day to record. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Eat you some, get you some ginger. Dedication to the cause, man. Dedication to my craft. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Get you some ginger and chew on some of them slices or something. Oh, shit. So, you were saying, dude. <laughs> nah, I was <laughs> done, nigga. Yeah, we were saying shit. That shit. It's a wrap. That's a wrap for this episode, people. Happy New Year. <laughs> Yo, where can they find you at on social media, man? Me and my underscore 35 Instagram. It's been a full year with that with that account. So, yeah. so uh... Still going hard. Yeah. Oh, man. I got to get back on my social media shit a little bit. I took a little hiatus, but I'm coming back hard for 2019. You can find me on Instagram at P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z. Well, I got that energy now, right? Holy <laughs> I got shit. Like my, my voice, my voice sounded <laughs> sound back like a shit. Oh, man. I was struggling all episode. But uh, you can also check us out at Perfect Talk Radio uh, on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. We uh, do the damn thing, man. We got a whole lot of shit coming for 2019. Make sure you stay tuned. Season tree on the way. Oh, man. I'm feeling like I can attack my day now, man. I might do some, <laughs> might do some Christmas shopping and shit. <laughs> get you a jug of water, kid. Listen, man. I'm going to send you the Amazon link to that water. The water bottle. They got some good shits on there, man. Mm. Get you a Camelback or something. What the fuck? Yeti, right? Yeti is that what the people use now? Yeti, <laughs> I heard about that. I don't, use, I don't use that, but I, I've heard of it. Art is pretty good. It's kind of expensive. They, a, they advertise hard. I'm about to say, but well, I think it's a good product from what I've heard. I've never used it myself, but you know what fucked me up with that Yeti shit? Not even the sidebar. I was watching a Dick Sporting's good commercial, and he was like, it was Kurt Warner was doing the commercial, and he was like, yeah, we got tons of Yeti, but he didn't explain what Yeti was. And that's how I knew. I was like, what the fuck? Like, Yeti knows be some real shit. Yeah, Yeah, I'm about to say. My man, like, had had felt no need to explain what the fuck Yeti was. I was like, Yeti must be. I had to Google that shit. Uh, um, Yeah, man, yo, I want to wish you a safe travels, brother. 
uh, you on that trip, I definitely we're going to be out there on some introspective shit. So make sure you set your goals for 2019, 2020, 2021, all that shit, man. Uh, safe travels to you and your wife. It's been a great year, brother. Great doing this podcast with you in season three. Going to be even better, man. Yeah, yeah. Do it big for the new year. Shit. All right. And shout out to everybody out there. Keep sending us your emails, dear Perfect Talk uh, emails and shit like that. You can send it to at Perfect Talk Podcast or gmail.com, at Perfect Talk Radio at gmail.com. And we up out of here, man. Say goodbye to the people, bro. Peace. Peace. Next time I'll be healthier. Holy shit. <laughs> it was no joke. <laughs>